Hey, welcome to Bukatsu Gaming Podcast. It's your host, Jabs, a.k.a. Persona 5, came out yesterday in Japan. And I'm here with... Alex, a.k.a. Locke, a.k.a. Super High School Level Chow Breeder. <laughs> then we're, we were in middle school. <laughs> You're a high-level middle school. Oh, man. And Evan, a.k.a. Ebri. A.K.A. I'm still mad about Persona 5. I'm A.K.A. Not. I don't always have an A.K.A., but when I do, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm not mad about Persona 5 at all. Um, I'm loving it. What are you mad about, Evan? Be- that I don't have it. Oh. That's, <laughs> that's unfortunate. Yeah, that'd be... <laughs> It is. It is very unfortunate. Now the music's getting online and it sounds so good. Yeah. I can't even look anything up because I don't want any spoilers. Yeah, so I just gotta... Don't watch as I stream it then. Persona 5 is dead to me until it comes out here. I'm, I'm actually... I, got, I also got the Ultimate Edition or whatever. I'm super excited for the soundtrack. The 20-year soundtrack collection. I'm... Woo! Probably Should just be good. probably all baby, I'm gonna baby, play for baby, for baby. the rest of the year. Kendrick Lamar, Kanye West, who Shoji Meguro. That's what we're talking about. Deserves a Grammy. He deserves every Grammy. Best country music. Shoji Meguro. <laughs> you know, if he did country music for like as the music for a Persona game, it would be just absurdly too good. Hey, Shoji Meguro. Oh god, his stuff is so good. I'm um, I'm actually so excited for the music for Persona 5 also. Like I'm I'm God, it's right there. I'm so excited. Looking at it. Woo! Oh god. How you guys feel? How you guys feeling about Persona 5? You guys feeling the excitement? I'm not getting any excitement from you guys. The soundtrack's supposed to be acid jazz, which is pretty cool. Oh, wow. So I think I will just listen to the music that comes online, but I'll try not to think about the game. Well, I've unsubscribed from all of the subreddits that would have any information, and I'm what's, what's that gaming? <laughs> That's all... true. I... Is that is that <laughs> you unsubscribe from Reddit? Yeah, pretty much. I should <laughs> if I didn't get the other gaming news for this podcast, but I unsubscribe from Atlas and Megaton. Ah, wow. Yeah. Until Which February? Serious business, man. Yeah. God. It's serious business. I mean, all they do is shitpost there anyway, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I can... Gotta go watch the, uh... Didn't watch it last week, because we don't have premium for Crunchyroll, but the, the anime. The anime yeah. is right. up now. And so it's free now for... Us cheapskates or poor people, I don't know. For us people who don't want to get too hyped, we can still wait another four months. So actually, yeah, that this is Jazz with Bukatsu Podcast. Peace. I'm going to go watch the anime now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Evan seems, he's he hasn't even registered that we're talking about Persona. He's blocked it all. Oh, out. yeah. It, it's, I don't even know. It's like This isn't even an idea at the moment. It's just... <laughs> He's confused because he's in his head. He's thinking they keep calling it Persona Five when they mean Persona Four Golden. 
Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I've I've never heard of this new game you're talking about. What are you guys speaking about? But one and I I'm actually slightly more excited about Persona Five because I was worried I would have to play the game in two weeks because fifteen was supposed to come out right after. So I yeah. I thought I would have to just marathon it, which there's a chance I still might just come home from work every day, play, play in the morning. But now there's not as much pressure uh, because of the delay. And and also, I probably won't be able to talk much about it for the next four months <laughs> because you guys don't have it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I'm actually... So in a way, that's one way I'm not too upset about the Final Fantasy 15 delay um, because it literally just, for fall, 15 and Persona 5 were the two games I was super excited for. P5 came out first, so that was going to get my priority. But I think I think Squeenix realized they were going to lose to Persona, and so di- they delayed their game. As bold. There's a hot take. That's what that is. <laughs> Hot take. No, I think we don't think that's th- what it is. I think there probably was an element of that. I don't know. What, I thought it was weird that Persona Five stepped up to the plate. If I'm either of those franchises, I would just want to have a good amount of separation mm. between. Like, I don't want any RPG fatigue when my ten year old like, ten year in the works game comes out. To be honest. Not not saying not saying they've like completely dropped in quality, but lots of people have not been too happy with Final Fantasy since like ten. People have complained about twelve, yeah, thirteen huge complaints, and so it's, people won't shut up about thirteen. Oh my god! Right? <laughs> so it's completely fair that Atlas says, you know what. I'll I'll take you on. Square, you're the big boys. I'll I'll step up to the plate this year. And I I love it. And just just going off Sony delaying it for whatever reason we want to say, Atlas has won. <laughs> They've won this small battle. Yeah, we'll battle. have to see how the retail numbers come out because is, yeah. I think Persona 5 could stand to sell a lot of units. I mean, they sold about a million on the Vita. Mm which is theoretically impossible, I think. <laughs> <laughs> there aren't there weren't even a million Vitas made. <laughs> yeah, probably people buying 15 copies of the game for some reason. But and they got pretty good sales numbers in the West. So, I think they have a chance to really outperform expectations, but I don't know if they can beat the Final Fantasy brand no matter how strong the game is. Oh, yeah, I don't I don't think they'll beat it but they they will put up comparable numbers that's that's what i think yes i saw somebody was asking yesterday do you think they'll sell like five hundred thousand persona 5 copies worldwide yes <laughs> oh lord yes. I, I i do think so could you have lowballed <laughs> that anymore <laughs> are they gonna sell 10 will 10 people buy this game i'm not sure man i don't know <laughs> i don't know they might they might just cancel it but yeah so speaking of, you know, Final Fantasy and and that 
that delay, which do we even know why it was delayed? Like Final Fantasy? Yeah. The word is is that they saw Persona and got shook. Uh, <laughs> that they didn't want to have a day one patch. Uh so that takes two months. <laughs> I mean it's possible. Uh yeah, I don't know. And so yeah, speaking of the rays, Alexander, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I actually started laughing out loud when you sent that. Yeah, yeah, I laughed out loud except I started crying at my desk <laughs> at work. And so, please, please clarify exactly what we're talking about. You haven't heard, The Last Guardian got delayed. And to be fair, I think this is the first official delay. Maybe. Because I, I don't yeah. know if we've ever had a date before this no, we last haven't. one. Oh, we have? We haven't. Oh, we haven't. Yeah, so it was supposed to come out on the PS3. Obviously, that didn't happen. And now... So we're... that's a delay. Yeah, so things have gotten out of hand. And they have delayed Last Guardian again. I think the part that frustrates me is that we announced this date at... E3, which was three months ago now. See, I have a trouble with this because I try not to get too outraged over something that really doesn't matter. But yeah. I don't know how you could be four, five months out from your release date and misestimate it by a month and a half. Well, they they said it is coming up on the like cleaning up end. They're finding lots of bugs they did not expect. And again, I'm not a I'm not a programmer. I just don't understand why it's going to take a month and a half. I, I, uh. <laughs> yeah, right, Alex. Yeah, it just, it, yeah, it just sucks. I don't know. It just bums me out with everything. Everything's getting delayed now. Yeah. And I understand it. I understand that we have more, we have bigger games than we've ever had, really, ever, and they're more complicated than they have been at any point, obviously. As computers get more advanced and as the software they can run gets more advanced. Yeah, yeah. So it's easy for bugs to crop up, but I am surprised that people haven't figured it out yet. And I guess, okay, maybe... I mean, delays happen in every line of work, but in the entertainment industry, it kind of feels like they don't happen so much. I don't really ever see movies not make their mark. I, I don't what, see talk, books come out late. Talk to Kanye, though. True. True, <laughs> I was going to say albums Albums would probably be... Where you at, Frankie? Exception. Where you at? He showed up. How, how many months later? Yeah. <laughs> A year plus. All I'm saying is he dropped that album. He's dropped like three albums since Last Guardian came out. All I'm saying is, actually, no. Or not. It's Shadow of Oh, okay, there we <laughs> yeah. go. Let me not even get into that. But, speaking on the delays, I... <laughs> I really can't give any ground on all of these major delays. I have a serious problem with it. Mostly because I just... I realize there's a lot that goes into it, and it's a lot more complicated than just saying hey look we need to touch this up a little bit it's not you're using the movie analogy 
it's not like you're just filming something and you just have to edit it down or some scene didn't come out right, you have to refilm it. You actually have to go in and make a game works across, you know, possibly across platforms, you know, across different systems. There's a lot of things that go into it. But, like you were saying, using Last Guardian, talking about it for whenever it was brought up first, like you said, years, and then we get to E3. Yeah, exactly. Ballpark at This is an idea then, and we're here in 2016, and you're telling me that you, like, you couldn't get to a point where there was, where you were not, like, in your final stages around E3. I think, realistically, I feel like companies should get to a point where, (laughs) giving you a release date, they should already be at a point where they're making those final changes it shouldn't be something where we're going to give you this release date then we're going to keep working on it to get to that point so then we can delay it because we weren't actually ready i will always have a problem with that yeah and and i i definitely feel the it it kind of goes back to the dlc uh topic we had a a few weeks back like i was thinking about it I remember us talking about in the DLC, it was like, should they do that little extra so that they don't release games with day one patches? But, you know, I I don't... The, the delaying thing, much like, you know, lots of DLC, has become kind of so common practice, I think, especially for yeah. big-name titles. And I I don't know if it's because they're feeling the pressure they have on themselves. LOL, No Man's Sky, that game got delayed. Final Fantasy XV, that's been delayed. Last Guardian, that's been delayed. Yeah. All of those were huge name titles. And now now yeah. it's it's it seems like part of it is they've put, you know, all of this pressure and us as the gamers, the consumer has put a lot of pressure on them. So that they feel they have to yeah, perform I mean, at that level or even beyond. I agree, but I also think they're getting the other side from the consumer as well. They're getting the, I would rather have a delay than a game that's not, you know, perfectly polished when it comes out. A lot of people do feel that way. They feel like, it, look, if the game's not going to be ready, just give me a slight delay and I'll be okay with it. And I don't feel like that should, I don't feel like that should be, you know, how the majority of people feel. Like I, a delay seems kind of, we don't get anything out of a delay, I guess is what I should say. Absolutely nothing. I'm, I'm, I even just hopped on to Amazon hoping that the last guardian uh, collector edition, they made more copies since they're delaying the game by a month and a half. No. No, it's still sold out. So we get nothing out of this. Yeah, yeah, if you like if you delay it that tells me the game is literally unplayable or will be in an unplayable state when your release date was going to come out. And that's unacceptable. If you have a day one patch, fine, as long as it's something that, you know, can be relatively easily worked out. But it's fairly evident that games can be done on time. There are a lot of games that aren't delayed that have a release date 
that release on that release date and are great games. What do you guys think then about just going ahead and releasing, I'm not going to say games with bugs once they're not game-breaking bugs? Because again, 15 and Last Guardian, they're they're saying the problem is they found bugs in the game. We don't know if these are game-breaking bugs or not. Should they... Should they just say, well, we set this release, this bug, this, the the birds are, are swimming instead of flying. We can fix that later. Let's release the game. Do you think that's, that's what they should do? I mean, I guess it goes back to what I was saying. <laughs> if you, if it's, if you have to delay it, it feels like games un, has to be unplayable in that scenario. Having birds that are, mm. you know, not flying isn't isn't unplayable. <laughs> it's just a whoops. Birds walking up and saying We had, you know, a line of code that was off, but we have to go make some changes to that. Fine. Or you have a game that needs, you know, some balance changes or something. So little things are off. Like, I don't know, I'll use Final Fantasy fourteen and just say, you know, they have a lot of patches. But release their game, it was playable for the most part. Yeah, you had that downtime because they did have to fix things, but you still got to play it. And I think that's the big difference for me. I mean, Warframe is kind of a good example because that's basically just they just release it and then deal with whatever bugs happens from their last patch every single week, basically. And it's just an endless cycle. So I think there's a limit. I think that some graphical bugs aren't going to bother me if they show up in games. I kind of like bugs. You know, they don't bother me. It's kind of fun to find bugs. Like, if you ever watch any speedrunners, a lot of times they'll end up using bugs yeah, bugs, yeah that people couldn't have foresaw to uh, fix, but then they use it to end up getting the best runs and stuff. Yeah, I'm with Evan. I think I do get that feeling that if you don't, if you have to push it back, it means that you're missing critical features. And another thing is that even after you hammer those things out, there are going to be some people who invariably ended up with games that aren't working in some way or another. I remember I got Last of Us for PS3, and... (laughs) I ended up in this in a house at some point and <laughs> the game just glitched and it looked like I was in space and I was trying to feel my way through the house. Like it had turned into something where it was basically like I was blind because I had no idea what was going on. I couldn't see anything. Occasionally some furniture would pop in and so I couldn't really get through that part so I had to put the game down. So I do appreciate if that, if they're in a situation like that where they say, okay, well, there's a minimal amount of bugs, but they could be game-breaking for a very small percentage of people that they would hold it back and say, okay, let's just iron these out instead. None of us here are developers. None of us write code. None of us know exactly how hard it is, you know, fixing those last-minute bugs that appear. So in a way, I 
I get it. But does that does not mean I'm I'm not happy about it. I I only laughed because this game has just been delayed forever. I'm starting to still doubt that it <laughs> actually exists. Jokes on you. We actually didn't have any of the game done. No, but <laughs> but yeah, just one final thing about the all CGI. I, I don't feel like it's I don't think it's too much to ask for a company to set out a timeline and be like, look, when we get X number of months out, I want the final preparation stages. I want to be in, you know, I want to know, can we play this game right now? X number of months out. And if you can, then you're fine. And I don't feel like it's hard to be like, look, if we can't get to it at this point, then we can't do it. And I don't know. It feels like that's just being overlooked or not done. But again, like you said, we don't know. We're not inside there. We're not games ourselves. But it just seems like something that could be fairly easily done. Set makeable goals. You're causing people more stress by trying to pull off the impossible. If you go safe and you finish a month or a month and a half early, you're not really going to damage yourself too much in terms of sales numbers, unless you're trying yeah. to get something like the holiday season. But in Last Guardian's case, I mean, they're putting themselves right in there still. So save the fan base some hair. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm just going to say again, it seems that they were, for both both 15 and Guardian, it seems they actually were on schedule. Guardian's, again, claiming that they were on their last-minute preparation, cleaning, bug fixing. They just encountered a month and a half worth of bugs, which I don't know. <laughs> don't know how much that is, but it's it's not like they're saying we 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 realized we had to we didn't have the last bit of the story. They they've claimed they they are in the last stages. It's just going to take longer than they expected. But, you know, I do understand that most of the time it is just delays to add stuff they wanted to add or extra stuff. I don't know. Yeah, something that hopefully I think Alex is hoping doesn't get delayed. You're getting it, right, VR? Ver, ver, yeah. ver, 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 ver. You got your pre-order? Oh my god, don't even you Got don't your even pre-order joke. in? Yeah, I got the pre-order with um I got the bundle. So it comes with VR Worlds. And with the 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 comes with the stick, right? The yeah, PlayStation so moves. Have... You have like ten of those. <laughs> I have. I'll have spot two. me one man, and I need it. <laughs> Get your own, and I'll have the camera as well. Since I don't, I had no reason to get that. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, you're you're the. I think of the three of us right now, you're the only one that's getting it. So tell us, fill us in on your excitement. I'm not getting it right now. I will get it Is eventually. Evan? I thought Evan was. I'm still up in the air. Not positive yet. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm not. I'm not trying to get motion poison. <laughs> yeah, I'm very nervous about that, and I'm starting to wonder if I shouldn't go test it out. I'm not nervous at all. If it happens, it happens. I'm ready to go down with the ship. <laughs> <laughs> I am kind of almost that point. I'm pretty much nauseous every day. My life's living. <laughs> so, what do I care? I'm not trying to projectile vomit on 
everything in my apartment. You just got to be prepared, man. Just get your set up. <laughs> as long as I don't... Yeah, that's right. You just attach a bag to the... You know. <laughs> You'll be good to go. Oh, so, Lord. I got really excited when they released this information the other... What was it, like a week ago? Mm. No. Not even that long ago. Maybe it was. But they're going to include a demo disc with the PSVR, and even if you get it later, when they don't have the demo disc anymore, they're releasing it on the PSN store. And already I'm excited because demo discs have disappeared pretty much entirely. Yeah. Which makes sense because it's cheaper to just put it on the PlayStation Network or Steam or wherever. Why would you go through the trouble of putting it on a disc? But I think, well, depending on how old you are, most of us can relate to getting excited when you got a demo disc, even if you weren't interested in any of the games. Just to, you didn't, you would check them all out, and then invariably there'd be that one game which you would never fork over the cash for, but you would just play the hell out of the demo. For me, that was Spyro the Dragon back in the day. Had this sweet skateboarding segment (laughs) on the demo. There were definitely a few games where I was just like, I'm just, I have this demo disc. I'm just gonna, this demo disc is gonna sit in my PlayStation longer than my actual game. (laughs) (laughs) No, I definitely. It's like, it can't be as good as this demo is. Yeah, I will say when you sent the link to that, I, you know, obviously I was just looking at it, but as soon as I saw it, I was like, wow. This is like the first thing it reminded me of was I cannot think of what demo disc it was, but there was one demo disc that just had the most absurd lineup of games. It was the greatest thing that ever existed on the PS1, <laughs> and it was just amazing. And I want it to be that good. I don't know if it will be, because like you said, demo discs, you know, aren't really a thing anymore. But that's what it reminded me of, and I'm hoping that, you know, it'll bring that sort of level to you know it just gives an additional thing to want to have the vr experience even if you don't necessarily want to go all in on any of the games at first you can get the demo disc and see how you actually you know feel about it yeah and it's a great selection not only because there's some standouts here but because they they also have picked some games which i would seriously may not have considered because I wouldn't have had a chance to play. Because they have stuff like Drive Club VR, you know, the VR Worlds demo, Resident Evil 7 demo, Res Infinite, really well-known games. Well, that I'm probably going to pick up, regardless of the demo. But it's really nice to have those demos, because then you get a little bit of extra security when you play it, and you're like, all right, this is pretty good. But they also have the kind of borderline games like Harmonix Music VR. <laughs> I saw the demo for that, and it was super weird. And I bet you it's really good, but I couldn't tell what it was about. <laughs> it was and about then music. Like, <laughs> you are the music. And they were, they were on a beach, and stuff was happening. And there's Job Simulator, which uh, I keep seeing trailers for. And oh, Job I just, Simulator. I just don't, I don't get it. So maybe maybe they'll teach me what it's about. But um, another one was Riggs Mechanized 
combat rigs. I'm excited about rigs. Yeah, but I heard that one is probably the worst for getting sick. So it'll be nice for me to play it on this first and see if I can actually handle it. That's just coming from people that aren't good at the game. There you go. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably not. It's really sounding like I'm not picking up VR. I would definitely see if you could try it yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I would definitely that, try out yours when I get the chance. <laughs> exactly. It's... You're never coming back to the U.S. Don't, don't say to. that. Shut up. You don't know. But yeah, I mean, the other ones I'm pretty excited for. Res, I never played when it was. Uh, when it came out back in the day with the... What did they call that? You didn't get res? No. What did they call that peripheral? Transfibrator. Uh, the what? The vibe? What? Transfibrator. I'm not... This is Come not again? a joke. I'm, Have you not heard about this? No. I'm not. <laughs> and I think that's why. Sir, this is news to me. They called it the what? Okay, well, the developer said it was kind of a joke, but a very serious joke. No sexual meaning. That means it was all. Yeah. <laughs> that was 100% what they meant. Uh, so maybe it won't be as exciting without that. But yeah, it, I, it always looked cool. But at the same time, it looked like what is actually happening. And so that's going to be, I think that would be a good game for demo. I think that this might introduce a lot of people to Res who never played like me. Yeah. What are you guys excited for on there? The VR? Nothing mm-hmm. really. I I don't like I don't really know much of these none of these games are names to me except RE7. I'll, until Dawn also. But again, I'm just, Whoa, I missed that. You missed until yeah. Dawn. But just just because of Wait a minute. How motion sickness like really screws me up. I'm very cautious on even being excited about VR. Um, I mean, the concept, the the advancement in gaming, that's really exci- exciting for me. But I I will hold off for a while before I even consider it. Because I, I think, kind of like what we are talking about earlier, it's still going to have its problems. Developers are going to have to find... You know, lots of them are claiming they're like, oh, yeah, this is playing at 60 frames per second. There's no worry about motion sickness. But I need to hear that from the millions of people that actually buy it to turn and say, yeah, it's it's good. Realistic. I don't get motion sick at all. And I think that's when I'll even consider looking at the games. But right now, it's it's just something that's happening that I'm not a part of. Yeah, and I think even for me, I am a little more excited, and I definitely get less motion sick than you. I think most of my VR experiences are going to be games that are not jerky, so to speak. Like the Harmonix Music VR is a good example of one that, you know, the VR adds to it, but it's not, I'm not going to be moving my head around a lot or whatever. So I think as more of those games come up, I think it'll also be easier for you or people like us who, uh, really suffer from motion sickness to jump in yeah personally most of the games i didn't know either um re7 obviously but like i said earlier i'm excited about rigs i think i don't know for whatever reason the trailer for that just kind of got me excited just it just looks fun and i don't know 
Sometimes you just need a game that's just fun. It feels kind of like... It feels like it'll be something similar, Rocket League, in that, you know, it's just something I can play, and it'll be fun, but not necessarily, you know... It's just something you could pick up whenever and play a quick game, that sort of thing, and just enjoy it for a little bit. Something else that's, I guess, exciting about the VR, it's... I'm pretty sure... It has high compatibility with the new PlayStation Pro, PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, it should. Which was just announced, what, last week? Something. Yeah, Play- literally last week. PlayStation's big conference, which was literally just the PS Pro and PS Lim announcement. But, yeah. Hey, hey. we saw new Mass Effect footage. Yeah, I was asleep, so I didn't. It was them running through a hallway. So it was pretty 4K. So (laughs) Yeah. Pretty sick. The 4K. I am pretty hyped about that Mass Effect game, but even that was not enough to get me excited. For the pro and light? Yeah. I mean, for some reason, I'm I'm looking, scrolling through the, the PlayStation blog about it. I'm like, I could buy this and sell my PlayStation. And I think, I I really think there are two two things that make me want to do that. One, like I've told you guys, my PlayStation is has the like bug that exists where it tries to eject the disc. So I and yours is super loud, and well, actually, I don't know if the PS4 Pro cuts down on noise, but the Slim considerably cuts down on noise mm. by like maybe half the decibels. Yeah, which is huge yeah, production. So- it goes down from being jet like to uh. Barely over just regular room noise. Hmm. Yeah, so those are like two two reasons I'm considering replacing my PlayStation 4 with one of those newer models. Um, I don't have a 4K TV, so I don't really need the Pro. But, but to see, I'm in your position too, because obviously... You don't, you know, you don't even project- have a TV. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I have a projector, so th- when I saw the PS4 Pro, then I started to get hyped about 4K. I looked for a 4K projector. <laughs> Cheapest one still costs eight thousand dollars. You know what? Woo. No, but there are some cheap 4K TVs. But I'm also excited just be- because we will get either graphical improvements or frame rate improvements. Yeah, just from the pro being on well if the developers patch it because the pro is just better hardware mm. so for me i'm i'm in your shoe i feel like i'm in your shoes i might trade it out the only thing that's keeping me back is that i have those nice stickers on mine and i don't want to take them off mm. <laughs> i guess i'm the only one in the company that feels like they will never ever ever trade in their playstation for the new for the pro just because I just feel like these in-between consoles, they seem more, the Pro and the, uh, blanking on the Xbox name, but they're, Scorpio, no, is it the Scorpio? Well, it depends on which one you're talking about. There's Project Scorpio and there's Xbox One S. The Xbox One S would be more like the Pro or with the Scorpio, whichever one's more like the Pro. (laughs) It's like. It's like the X. Okay, so there's the PS4 Slim that came out, right? That'd, That'd be, be at like the bottom, right? 
and then there'd be the Xbox One S, then there would be the PS4 Pro above that, and then Project Scorpio is going to be somewhere above the PS4 Pro, but we don't know where yet. Okay, so yeah, I'll say the S and the Pro kind of feel like it's not... I won't say it's a money grab, but do we really need it? It's really just for people that really want to go all out for their games. And if you don't want that, then you don't really necessarily need it. Like myself, I don't really need anything else from my PlayStation. It, you know, it gives me everything I need. Don't need improved graphics. For everything? I mean, it, as far as a gaming system goes, yeah. Hey. <laughs> and I... No. Do you, do you have that VR... Uh, host club, hostess club, then it's not giving you everything you need. No, but I'm just saying, I don't feel like I need to drop $400 on a new system or however much I would get back for my PS4, the difference on a new system when this one's perfectly fine. Mine doesn't run like a jet. It did try and eject some discs at some point, but that was more because the button's really touchy. So, you know, you don't see a need for it. Yeah, so, yeah, you... And I I agree, because back with... I mean, I got the PS3 Slim, but then they came out with the third... A, a new PS3 Slim, right? Yes. Yes, I have the, the Super Slim. Yeah, and... And it is kind of really <laughs> cheap-looking. Yeah, and, and I'm kind of sad At that it. point, I remember then... I got the PS3 Slim because I I just didn't buy it at the start of the gen of the generation. But then they're like, right. "Oh, here's the PS Slim squared." I was like, "Yeah, why? <laughs> why?" So I I definitely feel you. Lots of times these these new consoles, these in between consoles, you say why, but something that uh, I was talking to someone about recently. They were saying kind of technology is advancing sort of in dog years. Technology is moving forward much faster than it has been before. And so we're soon 4K is going to be the standard. But do we want to wait until the next generation to upgrade our consoles to that point? And so I definitely understand, especially now kind of things like the PS Pro making those upgrades even the even the the slims i you know phasing out the the previous ones where they say we can make this better i i definitely under, understand to some extent them doing that yeah well they're definitely always going to make the slims because they end up finding a cheaper way to make it and they just go ahead with that yeah. and it ends up being I mean, it ends up being more efficient and all that, which is great. So, always on board for them making the slims. The once they don't make them cons- ugly. Yeah, mine. I mean, my PS Super Slim's really ugly, and I <laughs> I miss my fat PS3. That was that. I I really like. It was kind of a behemoth, but I really thought that was kind of a pretty console. Too. Yeah, I liked it, and I thought the slim looked good too. But the Super Slim looks like. My issue is the time between the initial release of the new generation and the in-between console isn't equal to the in-between console and the next generation. And that's the big issue I have with it. 
So we had the PS4 was released. We'll go 2012. 2012 or something. And now we're and now we're getting the Pro now, 2016. When's the next generation gonna come out? Most likely, fairly soon. I I don't I don't think so. Especially I recently, what was it? I think the the head of Sony he was kind of saying he's tired of the the next generations with with uh with gaming consoles so who knows and i think he said he doesn't expect the playstation 5 which <laughs> not we're getting one <laughs> but who said that it yeah somewhere he's, yeah, he's like i don't cool. I, he's like i'm tired of making playstations i don't want to make playstation 5 um but it's I mean, it's gonna happen, but they're I, just I, not I, gonna call it a PlayStation Five. But <laughs> you're making another console. It's. <laughs> I so so you think it'll be out before 2020? I absolutely do. I I don't think so because the new PlayStation Pro they they're kind of putting in that new stuff they need, and I okay. and I feel PlayStation Four is still very young. I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, you did just bring up the fact that we have technology advancing faster than it ever has. So, I mean, realistically, I don't know. It just feels like maybe it won't be necessarily the next generation, but we're going to have some sort of upgraded console that's going to be, you know, not a... We tweaked this, the PS4, the PS3 a little bit. It's going to be, you know, you. it's going to be something you need or you want. I feel like, I don't know. It may not be the next one, but I guess what I'm saying is if you're going to have the in-between consoles, I could, if you came out with one and then next generation, I'd be more okay with it. But it's the fact that they keep coming out with them, you know, relatively... Yeah soon after, you know, or relatively close to the release of another one. Yeah. No, I, 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 I agree. Um, kind of hold, I, I do agree with you, but I don't know. It, I think it does also just depend on when we get PlayStation yeah. 5. I think something that's interesting is 4K isn't as exciting as high definition tv was i think it's very cool and if you i mean obviously i don't have one but whenever you go and sit and you look you watch something in 4k at you know your whatever big box store you might go to it looks great but there isn't that much 4k content right now yeah and hd content kind of came around pretty quickly i feel that 4K has been slower to adopt. And I do know that there are pushes being made. I think that Japan wanted its public television to go 8K by 2020. Yeah, they 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 already were recording Rio. They were recording something regarding Rio in 8K. So they're they're already getting towards that. Even though we don't even have much 4K as you're saying, but everyone's right. Everyone's super looking forward to that innovation. 
and being way ahead. Yeah, but it, it, I, all I'm thinking is it might slow down the next console mm. coming out just because there's so much they have to catch up with. Yeah, and uh, we're just not the people aren't really demanding 4K yet. Except for gamers. Gamers are really the only people who really want 4K. Gamers. <laughs> Game turks. But but yeah, and I mean gamers are game, gamers have been the ones kind of pushing innovation a lot recently anyway. Um so us us <laughs> demanding 4K, it's not going to be a bad thing for the entertainment industry. Um you know, the Hollywood or whatever is going to see it's it's working in gaming. And that's just on the small scale. Then they can make theaters 4K, sell 4K TVs, and then they'll hop in with HK like Japan. And so maybe it's around HK that we see PlayStation 5. Are you saying HK? <laughs> I was just about to ask that. No. H? No. HK, like the H-K. letter H? H- Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, so maybe it's around... You know, after Hong Kong, that we see the mentioning of PlayStation Five because right now the big innovation is 4K, and they've done that with Pro, they've done that with the S, and even home TVs. That's not the commonplace yet. So I, I, I think it'll be about every two, two now every two or three generations of technological advancement that we see our new consoles. Hmm. But there is rumors that PlayStation 5 will be coming out in 2018. So who knows? Uh, no. But I'll be happy with my PS4 Pro. I'm ready to play more games at 1080p with 60 frames per second. Yeah. I've gotten... I do like that a lot. Yeah, it'll be definitely good. And so just uh, before we quickly quickly head out, uh, since we're still talking about PlayStation, uh, new PlayStation 4.0 update, which uh, for me, the thing I really care about usually is the words are escaping me, They're like UI changes. Mm-hmm. And so we're getting some changes to the UI and the content info screen, which I, I find exciting because I don't. I don't know about you guys. Do you guys check the what's new? No. no. Jeez. I check. I check it like maybe once a month. No. I. I like scrolling through my what's new when I sign up. Just see what my friends are playing. See what, you know, what trophies and whatnot they've gotten. So, I think it seems they'll be kind of making a little bit more streamlined. And so I'm. I'm liking that. Yeah. If it was, I. I'm, I might check it if it's a little more new. Right now, it's just kind of a grid. Yeah. Not super friendly to look at scroll through this this is my thing about the update i'm just never gonna care because i'm gonna have to use it no matter what and they're never gonna change it to a point where i'm just like this is unusable it's it's literally like any update for anything let's just use itunes as an example could they leave itunes how i liked it initially sure but you know, if they change it, they change it. I'm not going to care. It's yeah. you know, it, 
they really can't add anything super exciting, you know. They 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 could add the ability to store music and videos on your PlayStation. They could bring <laughs> that back. But they're not going to cuz I'm actually looking there's a quick menu now for music and it's of course through Spotify. Cuz so they're not they're not giving us a chance to store our music anymore. That that's gone. That's gone. Can we not? No. There's there's the media folder thing you can use, but you can't. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. I know it. Yeah. Can't save music on your PlayStation. Um, which sucks. I gotta say, I have enjoyed this generation, but it's disappointing from a usability standpoint and a networking standpoint that so many great features on the PS3 didn't make it over. Yeah. I'm my my dad asked me if he should upgrade, and I said, "You like that it can be your." The PS3 can be sort of your one-stop shop for everything, and PS4 is not, not that, that at all. Yeah, it's not that. Yeah, but I mean, it's back to kind of what we're t- we've talked about many times. It's at at a for for PlayStation, it kind of makes better business sense limiting that and having it so that you get your movies on your PlayStation through the PlayStation Store, get the music through their their agreement with Spotify. They're making much more money that way than let letting us save our our bit torrented files on the PlayStation. So from yeah. from their standpoint, they have no reason to give it to us. I mean you're not wrong, but it doesn't mean it's well, you can argue that from a sales perspective, making it a multimedia center makes it more attractive yeah. to people who aren't necessarily uh, going to just focus on the games, like my dad, who likes it so that he can open it, play music for half the night, and then watch Netflix and maybe watch a movie that he has saved on there. Yeah, but they're they're making more money through their deals than the however many people however many extra people want to use it as a home media center. Yeah, well, I mean they've sold 40 million of them, so <laughs> I mean, they're not hurting. Yeah. They're probably wondering how many more can we actually sell and that's probably why they're breaking it up into a slim and a pro. Mm. Yeah, but not coming with PlayStation 4.0 is the ability to save your media, but there's the neat, the new UI which I mentioned. A folder or it looks nice. Yeah, I like it. Fold- it. Looks a lot better. Folder organization, um, quick menu, share menu, updates, library improvements. I really hope this means we can not have games we don't want to show on our in our library. Like I've downloaded the Guilty Gear demo and I have Guilty Gear and I can't get the demo out of my <laughs> library. Yep. We should be able to get stuff out of our library. I hope that comes with the improvement. And there are yeah, and there'll be random things you download. Like I have a couple of PS Plus games that I will never return to and I just don't want to look at them anymore. Yeah. Cuz my library's pretty clogged up at this point. So if anything ever falls off that screen and goes into the library, I just don't play it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think overall I'm kind of underwhelmed with this update. Mm. I think some cool things will happen because of it, but I think a they're some of them are PS4 Pro specific. For example, the 1080p streaming. Yeah. Which, yeah, which is uh, it's great for us, but not super exciting overall. And uh, I did think, well, I, a I I didn't know what high dynamic range was, mm. but but I like that they'll be activating it for the PS4 Pro and all PS4s. So if you don't know, high dynamic range is basically. Mostly, actually, I don't know if I've seen it on anything other than 4K TVs, but basically it allows the pixels to have a greater range of brightness so that you can have more vibrant colors. Mm. And so now that any TV that you have with that has HDR yeah. will be compatible. able... Yeah, then you'll be able to use it on uh, with your PS4, even if it, you're not playing on the Pro in 4K. That's Which I think is great. Oh, yeah, that's uh, PlayStation Pro. We've got a lot of a lot of info about PlayStation. Well, that's PlayStation update. But we got a lot of up information about the PlayStation uh, recently. So, you know, maybe maybe one day we will talk about Xbox. Maybe. So wait for them. They haven't given us an Xbox yet. Yeah. Microsoft, <laughs> my address is. <laughs> nope. Well, who's gonna come visit me? The only, the worst people can do is send me stuff. That's true. <laughs> but no, I'm not giving out my address until you get murdered. That is. Yeah, someone someone's gonna fly to Japan to murder me. That almost be kind of sweet. Yeah. Be like, wow, you put a lot of effort into this. I feel special. But. Yeah, this is uh, our podcast, a uh, gaming podcast. So let's just finish up with what we are plating. As of the posting of this podcast, I'll be playing Persona 5. And mm. so, yeah. Mm. It'll it'll basically be a life of Persona 5 mm. and Hero Generations Regen. That's That'll be my life. Persona 5. I'll be playing it. Because I'm in Japan. Uh, I'm so mad and it at comes you. Out early I'm so in Japan, mad. So I will be playing I'm Persona just 5. So mad. Will you be playing Persona 5? Eventually. I should have learned <laughs> Japanese. The, the desire to just play it blind is very high for me and just struggle through it. Yeah. If, if the story wasn't so good, I would do it. I mean, I. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not even super confident in my Japanese, so I will kind of be stumbling through it, maybe. Maybe. But I will be playing it. What What about you guys? What y'all playing? I am playing... Finally started the second game of Ace Attorney. And it is... Objection! It is the first. <laughs> Objection, indeed. It's, uh... Well, I mean... I guess you could fault it for being too similar to the first game, but I don't. I like the first game. I wanted more. The cases are still interesting. They kind of start you off with a really boring case. Well, not boring. Like, it's an interesting story, but uh, it's easy for people who just jump, jumped in the second game, so that's not great. But then the next case immediately got 
much more intense and I was back in it. The one thing that is killing me is that they changed the some of the courtroom music mm. and the new music is good, but there is nothing as hype as when you uh activate the cornered music, which is basically when you call somebody out on their BS and it just you, the music comes and you know you got them dead to rights and now it's much more easy breezy not nearly as hype so that's been making me sad mm. i tried playing um jammer lammy today but <laughs> jammer lammy i so apparently if i run the playstation it's a playstation 1 game so if i run it through my ps2 to my projector well, to my receiver to my projector it can't read so the PlayStation 1's in 240p, so it doesn't really know how to process that because what is actually in 240p anyways. So it drops like every other frame Ooh. or something. But in reality, it drops every frame basically except for one every 10 seconds. So I'm playing it on my PS3, but I think the input lag is killing me, so I can't actually get good scores. So, it's interesting. I like that it's a rhythm game where you can actually freestyle. So, if you have, they'll give you something like square, triangle, X, and then you can, in the middle of it, you could do square, square, triangle, X, X, or something. And it'll give you points for that as long as you stay in rhythm. Hmm. And I think that is awesome. And they reward more creativity and... For example, if you just hit, if you just do something simple, like if you have square, square, and you just do square, 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 they will like that less than if you do square, 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 square. So that is really cool to me. But other than that, I just started the game Jabs Played because I was watching, well, uh, sorry, what is it called? New Hero, Hero Generations Regen. Regen. Hero Generations Regen, which is interesting. I clearly don't understand how to play it because at first I thought it was really easy and then I realized it had been 10 generations and I really hadn't done much <laughs> worth speaking of. So then I started to reevaluate and then I made a push and then I made a dumb decision and I died. But you should watch Jab's Let's Play of it if you have any interest in it. It's It's actually... It's kind of tense, so it's nice watching Jabs play through it, and the RNG totally destroys him in his first episode. So if you have oh, any just love of Schadenfreude, just watch that, and it's embarrassing how many zeros he rolled. And as there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> there's just nothing. You just roll up and you say, okay, well, I have 0 to 67 attack, and then I rolled a 1. He had zero to five, and he rolled a three, so five years. Yeah. And there are things you can do in the game to mitigate that a little bit, but overall, you're still pretty at the RNG's whim, but I still like it. Yeah. And Bright. Yeah, so me, two games I've been playing, well, not most, but two newer games. The new Madden, which <laughs> I can't stand it because I'm so bad at it right now. Just so bad. 
I playing Madden is not like riding a bike. Like if you get bad, you're bad until you get good again. Like it's it's hard times. But I still do enjoy the head to head. It's fun. Gets competitive. And also uh Rocket League Rumble came out and <laughs> <laughs> it is just another version of Rocket League, you know, like hoops, hockey, those sort of things, but it is <laughs> If you enjoy Rocket League, you will definitely enjoy Rumble. If you get motion sick, I would avoid it probably. But, you know. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, Evan and I were talking about it. We played a lot of it. And it sort of feels like what Rocket League should be, almost. I understand if you like the more pure, no power-ups mode, but... This felt very natural. It felt sort of like Smash with items versus Smash without items. And I think that's kind of a high compliment for me because normal Rocket League is so good by itself, and yet adding all this crazy stuff didn't make it feel unweighted. It just made it feel different strategically, and that works for it. I think that as much as I I really love hoops, and I think hockey's pretty good, but those games probably wouldn't stand alone as well. And I think that Rumble really could have been its own thing, yeah. and that would have been fine. All right. So again, guys, uh, we just literally spent half the podcast <laughs> talking about the games we're playing. But uh, this is Jabs, Alex, and Evan with Bukatsu Media signing off for Bukatsu Podcast. And so again, if you like our content, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash bukatsum, and search for us on YouTube, Bukatsu Media, I think. I want to give a quick shout out. We had a lot of downloads last week, and it made our weekends. So uh, to new listeners, thank you. Uh, Leave us a review, watch a video, let us know if you guys want to hear it hear us talk about anything in particular or watch video in particular. Uh, We are excited to have new fans. Yeah, so thank you from Bukatsu Media. And so again, peace. We didn't talk about Sonic. Uh. (laughs) Oh.